Good morning, Rabbi Isai. How's everybody doing? I see some familiar faces from the past. Wow. The famous attorney, Michael Cohen. Shkoyach. Lili uh, Before we go into the bad news, I don't want to be the beer of bad news, but big simcha and mishpacha. The famous Rabbi Vrom Willig was a big part of the shir. He's a magicir in Eishat Torah. He made a chasana last night, so mazel tov to him and his family. We got a message in the middle of the night that our good friend Larry Pearl, Lozer Chaim ben Chayes Leima Bekarev. If you don't know what he looks like, he's on Zoom all the time. Larry had a massive stroke, so the Elam should daven for him. Uh, for Yaakov Yehuda ben Gittel, also someone from the Shir. Today's Shir is sponsored by Eli Posen. Let me read a quick email from him. The Fiyomi was never my sort of thing. However, this last Rosh Hashanah, my father mentioned this fantastic Shir he watches and suggested I give it a shot and I would love it. I gave it a shot on how right he was, Rebellion, you're a rock star. I haven't missed a shear since and watch it every single morning live on Zoom from Golders Green, London at 5.15 a.m. A tzaddik, all these guys from Manchester, from Golders Green, from London, 5.15 for Tyra. And sincerely love it. It has revolutionized my learning by covering so much ground and has given me a whole different appreciation to learning Gemara. I'm sponsoring today's learning, Lili Nishmas, my grandparents, two of which have Yartzeit today. And one last Shabbos, Rufal ben Eliezer Shashan Rezel Bas Hachover Chaim Rus Bas Moshe, and in honor of Avi Mary Mary Mayor Posen and my brother-in-law Yonatan Bernholz. I think he just wrote us an email recently. Who have been part of the Shir from the early days and will get me hooked. We're still on Gary because I don't see anything on the screen. Yeah, I don't know. I see something else going on. Okay, good. Wow, I got scared there for a second. Here's a photo of my, father, uh, my father's father, Rafal Ben Eliezer, whose yard site is today. And Afyomi Shir, he attended for daily for over 40 years in Bnei Brak. This is amazing. Look at this Shir. Like a bunch of Tamid Chachomim in the Shir in Bnei Brak, around the corner from Panovich. His whole day was literally something around his two and a half hour Afyomi Shir. Notice smile while learning, reflecting Simchas HaToyrah. I'm sure he's looking down, bearing, uh, beaming, seeing his son and grandchildren, following in his footsteps, learning the Daft, and his Shomish should have an Aliyah. This is Eli Posen. Also from Kalman of the Five Towns. We're running out of time already. Who knows? We have 60, 70 emails we have to get to. Bezer Hashem, one day. Keep on sending them. Don't worry about it. We'll get them. Kalman of the Five Towns. As long as Kalman from the Five Towns doesn't send an email, we're good. In the matter of Mary Menachem Mendel Ben Simcha, last day of Kaddish. Kalman from the Five Towns. This is his email. But the more you write, the less I'm going to read. My son Uri, who's at the seam, has now started learning daily Psachim. My friend Billy Yitzchak is home and out of the hospital listening to the Shir daily. Akiva that attended the Siyum, sitting at Yitzchak's table, now joined the 8-minute Daf Chevro. There would not have been a Siyum without Binyamin. And he met Kalman number 2, who so graciously sponsored a big cost. They did the Siyum, they were expecting 10 people. They had 50 people with social distancing at Seaview Caterers in the Grand Ballroom that holds 300 people. His dad, whose yard who finished Kaddish today, was a Ger Chassid. And a crazy story. We, we said it a few times, but it's Kedai Techazer. After a machine chopped off his finger in Auschwitz, the Nazi gave him a five minute break and made him go back to work. To the day he died, Rabbi said, this is the punchline here. The night before his Ptira, he would recite a blad of Gemara by heart to me from Baba Metziah. From his learning 80 years earlier, Kalman of the Five Towns, and the Shomish should have an Aliyah, Parasachoydish Shia Greenfield from Green Star Electrical Contracting, and Yossi Klein. If you are wondering why in the world you, you, you try to watch the news on Yeshiva World News, you don't see any news. All it is is about the Shia Shia. That's all Yossi Klein's fault. And if you join the Shia because of Yeshiva World News, thank him. A quick email from Bernard David who's the Roish Chabura of the Manchester Chabura. That's the first group of people that joined us online almost three years ago. He says, this morning she was absolutely brilliant. But the Chomets, biggest comments, the Aris of Paisfest, the Shittas Haran, which by the way, somebody, David Cantor, asked me, where is this Ran? So I want to tell you, it's in the beginning of the Masechta. It's not on our daf. If you're looking at our daf, you're not going to find it there. It's on 
Dav Beis Omid Aleph in the Ran. He says, Umau Inyan Bittol, and he goes into it over there. Fine. Alkol Panim. All fantastically and expertly explained. Please welcome three new members to our Daf family, Chabur Shir. Dr. Jeff Schreier, a local general practitioner, Ribli Ezra Wolfson. He's originally from Glasgow. He's a Rav and Machanach. Those guys are heavy duty, the Manchester Hebron. Mr. Shaya Halpern. We welcome them. Have a great day, Bernard David. Avi Mandelbaum also has three Chaverim that just joined up on the Shir. Chaim Laufer. And Danny Gilbert, who wrote me a bunch of different tires already, and Steve Lauderdale. Do we have time for this? No? Okay. I printed these out just in case we could get to them today, but I guess not. It'll have to be a different day. Rabbi Sai, here we go. Um, we are holding Daf Dalad Omid Bays. Today's Daf Hey. And we're discussing how do we know the idea that you have to stop eating chametz? Midday, you have to burn your chametz. Erev Pesach, where do we know this from? The Gemara is going to give us six reasons. I might have said five. One is similar to the other, but it's six different ones. We could just run through Abaya again, since we did it yesterday. Eight lines from the bottom. Abaya. Trey Kroik, see if this actually contradicts it in the Psukim. Ksiv Shivas Yomim Soarle We had the Psukim yesterday. So the two Psukim contradict each other, sort of, it looks like. It says, you should not have any or any chametz for seven days. And then it says, you should burn your chametz on the first day. How do you have chametz on the first day to burn it? We could click out of this. Okay, fine. So, how do you reconcile the contradiction? It's coming to tell us that you burn chametz on the 14th. Perhaps it's coming to tell us you should burn the chametz Seder night. Why would I think such a thing? We just said you can't have chametz the seven days. The Sokadayit I would think, Yomim. It says in the Pasuk, days. It doesn't say anything about nights. You can't eat chametz during the day. And therefore, it tells us that even at night you can't have chametz, meaning you have to burn the chametz Erev Pesach. says the Gemara, Ahula it's very blurry. On Zoom? I actually shut it off. I saw you were trying to shut it off. I just reached forward. But okay, I'll give you the credit. Is it getting better though? It's going to get better. Okay. Yeah, I need that for, not for Netflix, for the bank, but So the Gemara says like this. There's three psukim here in a row. And they teach us, well, in the row, yeah, Yudches, Yudtes, and Chaf. And basically, we have a Hekish. Hekish means, since they're next to each other, we can learn one thing from the other. And we're going to try to learn Beer Chometz, which is to destroy your Chometz, from Achilatz Matzah, which is to eat Matzah. We eat Matzah when? Seder night. We eat it at night. In other words, there's an Iser to eat Chametz, when you eat matzah, which is at night. You eat matzah at night, and eating chametz is similar to eating matzah, and burning your chametz is similar to eating chametz. So it goes, beer chametz, to chametz, to matzah. Once we know matzah, you eat matzah at night, why do you know that you eat matzah at night? Because it says, Ba'erev toichlu matzah, so you eat it at night. So now I know that I burn chametz in the day. Because I can't have chametz at night. Because chametz and matzah go together at the same time. Let's see it inside. Maybe it'll be. Maybe the Gemara will explain it better than I'm trying to. So we have a hekish, and we'll see in a second. Burning chametz, hashbotsas, to destroy the chametz. Lachilas matzah. This is a hekish. They're related. Lachilas chametz, and eating chametz, lachilas matzah. And eating. Chametz, which you're not allowed to, 
is related to eating matzah, which you, you have to. And when do you eat matzah? At night. When can you not eat chametz? At night. And burning chametz is related to eating chametz. In other words, you cannot, you have to burn the chametz before the night. Hashbasa sa'ar la'achilas chametz d'chsev shivas yomim sa'ar lo'yamatsev v'vateichem ki kol oichel machmetzes v'nichrisa shivas yomim in blue, shivas yomim sa'ar lo'yamatsev v'vateichem you cannot have any chametz in your house ki kol oichel machmetzes v'nichrisa so this is achilas chametz, the red is achila the blue is destroying and then you take this red, which is eating, eating together with toichlu matzah. It's in the same pasuk. So eating chametz and eating matzah are in the same pasuk. And Mamela, I know they're all lit and they're all at night, and therefore I can't have, I have to burn my chametz before the night. That's in the same pasuk. Don't eat chametz, do eat matzah. How do I know when I eat matzah? It says in the Pasuk, Pasuk Yilches, eat matzah at night, and therefore, I can have any, have any chametz. I have to destroy my chametz beforehand. Okay, so I know I have to destroy my chametz on the 14th of Nisan before Yom Tev starts. But who told you that we burn the chametz like we do today, midday? There's a certain time you burn the chametz. Maybe you should burn the chametz when the day starts. When does a Jewish calendar day start? Do beer chametz the 14th when the day starts. Why are you waiting to the following morning? Says the Gemara, you have to burn it during the day. Okay, day. So wait for the Neitzachama, the Alois, whatever you want, but during the day. Why are you doing it in midday? Where do you get this midday business? Says the Gemara, here, if you want to see, Ruvain did this, it's not blowing up well enough for me. This was for the 8 minute daf, but the point is, you do B'dikas Chometz in the blue. You burn the Chometz over here, in the 7th hour. The Gemara is asking, why don't we burn it over here, by the blue line? The beginning of the day, why are we waiting till midday? This is smack in the middle of the day, this is all the hours of the day. And we burn the chametz midday. Why? Why not start over here? Says the Gemara, ach. The word ach is a miot. And it divides, it separates. It divides the day in half. The aleph is on this part and the ches is on, the chaf is on this part. Ach, ach hilek. Ach is a miot. In other words, it comes to say, take off some of the day. So, part of the day you could eat chametz and part of the day you can't eat chametz. <coughs> All right, another pshat here. Pshat number two. The bay, so remember this pshat because it's going to be very interesting. The final, final pshat is basically this pshat that we just said, but in reverse. It starts from achilik and works its, bay, its way backwards. And the Gemara considers that, I think, another pshat. The bay, Rabbi Shmuel Tano. Sorry, no. Where am I? Oh, ach cholat. If we, we we don't have that much time, let's jump into Rashi real quickly. I want to show you something interesting. Rashi, like ten lines from the top, two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve lines from the top, <coughs> or nine, nine, nine lines. Bikin the Omar, achu. Listen to this. If you don't want to read it, just listen to the words. Achu chatz bigematria da achas gif the chatz. Shkoyach. There's a secret language called the Achas Betag Giftechatz, the Toifes Ches Tachas Aleph, the Tzadi B'Mokim Kof. It sounds like Chinese, right? So, Baruch Hashem, we learned this in Mesech Shabbos. So, I'm a little familiar with it. I made a chart there, so I'll show you real quickly. There's a secret language called Achas Betag Gif. And the Aleph relates to Ches, and the Chof relates to Tzadik. So instead of ach, aleph, chaf, I have chatz, ches, tzadik, which means chetzi. Divide the, ha- the, the day in half. Just thought it was funny, because reading this ration, like, what is chatz? Betag gift the chatz. Hmm. 
It must be Kabbalah. And then I realized that he's talking about it. So there's a little hay over here and it says on the side, Shabbos daf or whatever. So I went to Shabbos daf Kuvdalad and I pulled out the chart, Baruch Hashem. I didn't have to make a new one. Says the Gemara. The very small tana, Metzinu Arbaas or Shenikur Rishon. The Pasuk says, where's the Pasuk again? It says, Ach Bayoim Harishon. And we had a contradiction. It says, Shiva Samim, you can't have Chomets uh, for seven days. Then it says, Bayoim Harishon, you should burn. Bayoim Harishon is referring to the 14th. Why? Says the very small, Shinema Barishon Barabasa Yom Chodesh. They make a whole drasha. It's not really, but it's a drasha that Arbasar, the 14th day of the month, is called Rishon. So when the Torah in this Pasuk, a completely different Pasuk, says Rishon, it's referring to the 14th of the month. That's why I know you burn the Chomets on the 14th. Third shot. Ravnachma Yitzchak Omar, Rishon Dimi Karamashma. He has a whole different shot. He's saying, the word Rishon, we know Hebrew, Rishon means first. He's saying, no, Rishon doesn't mean first in this case. Rishon means before. Before Yom Tov starts, that's when you burn the Chomets. Where does he get this from? That the word Rishon means before? Because the Omar Kro, Harishon, Adam Tivalet. It says in Eiv, were you before Adam and Rishon? It doesn't mean first, it means before. So you see the word Rishon, Adam Tivalet. Okay. Elo me'ato. Just if you, it's interesting that the word Harishon, Adam Tivalet, is with a Yud. Reish Yud, Aleph Shin. Interesting how it's spelled. Excuse me. Okay. So, Hagdama. Reb Nachman is saying because it says Harishon with a hey, it's a drasha. And in fact, anytime the Torah says Harishon with a hey, it's a drasha. So, the Gemara is going to bring three other places where it says Harishon. And according to Rav Nachman Yitzchak's drasha, Harishon means before Yantif, so it should mean before Sukkot. So maybe you should shake a lulav, Erev Sukkot. Maybe you shouldn't be able to do Malacha on Sukkot, Erev Sukkot. Before Sukkot starts, you shouldn't be able to cook. If that's how you're going to say, you're going to translate Harishon means before, then it should mean the same thing. And what the Gemara is going to answer is, Harishon is a drasha. You're right. However, over here it's a completely different drasha. Let's see inside. The first day of Sukkot, you should take a lulav. You should shake your lulav before Sukkot. So the Gemara goes, easy drushes back and forth now, don't worry about it. If you don't like drushes too much, I'll tell you when to wake up. It says seven days. You should do a Yontif. Ma Shvi, Shvi Lechag. Just like the seventh day is Yontif. Avrishan, Rishan Lechag. So I have a special limo to tell me that, no, only on Yontif do you do so. You shake a little. Ochen Ami, ask the Gemara, so by Pesach also. So perhaps you should do Bir Chometz on Yontif itself. And again, if the Kura, Rishan, Har Rishan, Lameli, why is there the extra? Hey, Shema Minalakit Amara, like we said. Ihachi. It also says hey over there. Why do I need it? There's an Isser Melacha, another place that it says, Harishain, another Pasuk of Harishain. Can't do any Melacha. So maybe over there also, it means Erev, Yantif, you can't do Melacha. Shani Hasan, the Omar Kro, Ubayoy Mashmini Shabbosain. Again, we go, we take the last day of the Yantiv, and since it's the real Yantiv, Mashmini Shmini the Chag, Afrishan Rishan the Chag. Harishan Lamali. So, what do I need? The hay? Lemudai Chalashamayid. That there's no Isramach, you're not over on cooking on Palamayid. Says Gemara, Chalashamayid, Mirishan Shmini Nafka. I don't need the word Harishan. I already know. The Torah says there's a Chag on the first day, there's a Chag on the eighth day, and everything in between is not, not a Chag, not a Yantiv. Says Gemara, it says, 
Maybe I can't, I can't learn from the first and the last day. I need a special evil. I need, not, not, not that I can't. I would say that it doesn't apply. You can't do malacha on chalamayid. Why? Because there's an extra vav. So I have extra vav that tells me you cannot do malacha on chalamayid. And then I have a hey that erases that vav. Ask the Gemara Davi's question. Don't write the vav. I won't have any hava mina that you can't do malacha on chalamayid. And then I don't need a hey. The, 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 the vav adds, the hey takes off, don't add, don't take off, and then we'll be even. It'll say that you, cannot, you can't do malach on the first day, you can't do malach on the eighth day, and now I know that everything in between I could do. By Pesach. Also it says, Not what we were talking about before, Pesach of Bir Chometz. Pesach of Isra Malacha, a different Harishon. So maybe you shouldn't be able to do Malacha Erev Pesach. Says the Gemara. Fine. So again, Rabbi Nachman Yitzhak Darshan's from the word Harishan. Gemara just brought three more Harishans. What kind of drasha? If you're going to Darshan the same way that Rabbi Nachman Yitzhak Darshan's, so you can't do Malacha Erev Sukkot, you can't do Malacha Erev Pesach, and you have to shake a lulav Erev Sukkot, which we don't do. So how does it fit in with Rabbi Nachman Yitzhak's drasha? Says Gemara, I'm not going to take away from the fact that Harishan is a drasha. It is a drasha, but a completely different drasha. Not us, a beautiful, um, um, what's the word? Um, agadata. Okay. A beautiful Agadata drasha. Elahanid shloisha Harisha me boyleg like the tonit de beri shmal. The tonit de beri shmal, b'schar shloisha Harisha, zachul the shloisha Harisha. Because Klai Yisrael did three things. Three firsts, so there's Zaycha to three firsts. Now, Taisus points out right away, beautiful Taisus, it's important for the Pshat, that these three Rishons are all in one parak, in parak Chav Gimel. So, therefore, I'm darshaning these three Rishons as a drasha versus our Harishon about Bir Chametz. Because otherwise, why don't I just take my Harishon that I just made a whole sugya out of and said, oh, you have to do Bir Chametz before Pesach. Maybe it's coming for this coming drasha. So Stai says, no, these three are special, they're all in Perik Chav Gimel. Rishon Zachel L'Shleisha Rishon, to three first, that what? L'Hachris Zarish Esav, Kushbarcha is going to destroy Esav. L'Binyan Beis HaMikdosh, we're going to have the Beis HaMikdosh. V'Lishmoyisha Mashiach, and we're going to have Mashiach. Now, when you read this, why does it say L'Shmoyisha Mashiach, Mashiach's name? Mashiach. Okay, we'll, we'll try to answer that in a second. Again, because we did the first, and by Yisav it says, Harishon, that's the correlation. So it says the word Rishon by the Mishamikdosh. Okay, so there's a Dovi Fink sent me an email to look in the Marsha. I really appreciate when people give me stuff before this year. It's great. After this year is like an asterisk after Sukkot. It's, it's beautiful, but not for the Oilam. So the Marsha just, Al Derek Drush, he says, or maybe Pshat. It's actually, let's call it Pshat. It's in Chedushi Agadis, but it's Pshat. He says that Pesach, we're celebrating Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. So that's a shibud. So that's why it corresponds to Akash Baruch is going to take us out of the shibud of Esau. The next goal is the first goal is Benisa Nigalu, U Benisa Nasidim And it goes into that Sa'ar is the Yitzhahara, the famous Sa'ar should be Esau, take out the Yitzhahara, because Esau is the Yitzhahara. That's Gashmius. Fine. Sukkus, we celebrate, Kibisukkus is Shafti's B'nai Yisrael, we were Nananiah covered. Baruch is going to give us, he's going to cover us with the Beis HaMikdash. And Lulav is Simcha, V'samachta B'chagecha, Lulav. And that's why we are going to get Mashiach, which is going to bring us Simcha. And he goes on to say, and if you're Shloimi Klein, driving around in 
Crown Heights, which he usually does when he watches the shear, I would recommend you pull over now, because you're going to fall off your chair. All the Lubavitchers are going to be so happy now. What does this Shmoisha Mashiach mean? Because Mashiach's name is Menachem. And Menachem brings us a Nechama. Alright. And he finishes off and he says, Rava says the fourth pshat. You cannot bring a carbon Pesach when you still have Chomets. When do you bring the carbon Pesach? Midday. So therefore, you have to make sure that you mevar the chametz, you burn your chametz before that point. So maybe each and every individual Jew, we're not all shechting at 12 noon, some of us shecht at 2.30 in the afternoon, 3.34, so you should be able to eat chametz all the way to the point that you shecht. Zman, Shechit Omer Achmano, the Torah said, the earliest time that you start shechting, Okay, we're not going to get into it. Tumit is a little later, seventh hour, seven and a half hour. But the point is the earliest. If you were doing it the earliest possible, that's the earliest time, midday. It's just another raya. Maybe you should burn the chomets on Yantav itself. You shouldn't check the carbon pesach. So Mamela, you cannot wait until Yantav starts to bring your chametz because you can't bring your carbon pesach when you have chametz. The Bay Rabbi Shmuel, uh, sorry, Rabbi Rabbi Akiva, the fifth pshat. Akiva Oimer, I have another pshat. You have to destroy your chametz. Uchsiv, kamelacha leisasu. The bottom line is, says Rabbi Kiva, how in the world are you going to burn your chametz with a fire and create a fire when you can't make a fire on Yantif? It's How could you do it? Real quickly, when I was reading this, I had a problem. What? What's the problem to burn chametz on Yantif? If the Torah tells you to burn it, so you burn it. The Torah is telling you. If the Torah tells you to do a bris meal on Shabbos, so you do a bris meal on Shabbos. You don't ask questions. How could you do a bris? You're being chayvul in the kid. Torah tells you to do it. So I looked and looked. Bar Hashem. I thought it's a klutz kasha because nobody was talking about it. But I found the Pnei Yeshua. He discusses it and he says, because I think it's an obvious question that everybody would ask. He says that that's great if that's the only option. But if you have another option, how to translate the pasuk? And the other option is to do bir chametz before Pesach. So I'm going to say that that's the pshat in the pasuk. Why would I say that the pasuk is telling me to do an isa deraisa when I could say that the pasuk is not saying? It? If that's the only option, great. As Kodesh Baruch said, there is no problem burning because you have to burn chametz. It's a new mitzvah. Fine. Rabbi Yaisi, so, okay. Rabbi Yaisi Oimer, Einoi Tzarech. You don't have to come on the final pshat. Harei Oimer, Ach Bayoimer Rishon, Tashbis Vusarim Mebateichem. He started from the bed. It says the word Ach, that we have to divide the day. Part of the day you could eat, part of the day you can't eat. Maybe the Ach is saying half the day on Yantav you can eat, and half the day, uh, half the day you can have Chomets on Yantav itself, and half the day you can't. You can't be. As the Hekish that we had earlier, they're all connected. Destroying your Chomets, eating Chomets, and eating Mats are all connected, and it's all at the same time. So it can't be that you're allowed to eat Chomets. Or you could have chametz sitting around when you're eating matzah. Achilles chametz, achilles matzah. Fine. What they discuss here, and we don't have a lot of time, is that very interesting. You want to learn this a little bit? I'll say it under my breath in a second. What is the difference between this pshat and the first pshat? They're basically saying the same thing. Achilak and there's a hekesh. He started from the back. He started from the front. And what they say is very, very interesting is that Abaya holds there's a mitzvah to go out and burn your chametz. In other words, what if you don't have any chametz? I don't have chametz. Abaya holds, go to the store, buy chametz, and burn it. Whereas Rav Yaisi, right here, doesn't hold that. Holds, if you have chametz, burn it. You don't have chametz, it's fine. That is the whole nafkimina between the two pirushim. We are turning now to Daf, Hey, Omid, Bez, Sponsored. And Rabbi Chil Shragab and Avram Alevi.
Second sponsor, we heard from him in the morning, by Kalman from the Five Towns, Lilu Nishmas, Menachem Mendel, Ben Simcha. Third, sponsored by the Fine and Pearl families in Schus, Rafu Shlema, from Mendel Elko Bas, Edel, she should have a Rafu Shlema Bakari. I don't have time, we're not by a Mishnah, we're mamish running out of time, but I do want to say hello to Dr. Shamroth, who's been with us for a very long time. Every single day, he hasn't missed a daf. I just don't really see him on Zoom that often because he, he, uh, he covers his screen. I don't know why. By the way, Rabbi if you're on YouTube, yesterday there's 122 people on YouTube at different various times. I'm not sure why. Even if you're the guys from Los Angeles, let's say. There's a whole Chabur that watch on YouTube. There's nothing like the Zoom. I, I just don't understand. Maybe the quality is slightly better, they say. But the Chevershaft, to see who's watching, you don't have to show yourself. Be anonymous. Put a fake name on the screen. Don't show your screen. I'm not sure why the guys go on YouTube. Okay. Anyway. Says Rava. Oh my Rava. Listen to this. Beautiful sugya. We're mamish. We're going through shas sugyas here. Shema minom the Rabbi Akiva class. From the fact that Rabbi Akiva says, Oh, you can't make a fire. And the fire is the av I learned three major alachas from here. Shema minom. Ein bir chometz al-sreifa. When you destroy your chometz, with fire only. Do not give it to the dog, says Rashi. Don't throw it in the toilet. Burning. That's it. Otherwise, what's the Rebbe Kiva's Raya? Do beer chametz on Yantif and flush it down the toilet. You're not over any iser. No, because after burning, and burning is, is part of the mitzvah. Okay, so there's a whole major sugi in Masech Shabbos. It says, You shouldn't do the 39 melachas. And then the Torah picks one melacha. Havara. Don't kindle a fire. Why? One man Dharma says that fire is different than all the malachas. Lilaviyatas. You don't get misa. You can light a fire. It's a, it's a limud schus uh, on all the people that drive cars. Let's say if car is, is a fire. You don't get misa for that. The only, the only, uh, the only one of the lamates malachas. Or lechalik yatsas. To tell us that if one performs all 39 malachas, he has to bring 39 karbanas in one hell. Lechalik yatsas. So over here you see. The Rebbe Kiva holds L'chalik Yotzes. That Havara is a Av Melacha, he calls it. It's a major Melacha. It's not a joke that you just get a little Avera. This is an Av Melacha. Okay, he holds L'chalik Yotzes. Ushma mino loy amrinan hoyel. Ooh, another Shah Sugya. Okay, we're going to talk about it quickly, but at least you have the Musug. There's a concept called hoyel, since. And that is, since the Torah allows me to cook food on Yontif, so I could go and make a fire to, uh, the, for, for, for something else, not for food. I don't say that, because if I said that, Rabbi Kiva would have a big problem. I could light a fire to make food, so Mamela, I could light a fire to burn my chametz. What's the problem? The Torah is matter fire for one thing, you matter for another. You don't say hoyl. Fine. So here, we have a, two psukim. It already says, and it says it more times than this, but we're going to discuss these times. It says, Familiar because we just had it. Seven days you can't have sa'ar chametz in your house. In Shema'i's parak, you know, that's Shema'i's parak, base. Next parak, it says, Gvulecha is different than your house. Gvulecha is all your borders. Even outside of your house. Somewhere else. You cannot have chametz. Also it says lecha to you. Why do you need another apostle? The Torah already says, You shouldn't have any chametz. So there's limudim from this pasuk, there's limudim from this pasuk. What are the limudim? Here. It says l'cha. In other words, you have to own it for, in order for it to be a problem. You could, you could have chametz in your house that's not yours. It's not a big deal if a non-Jewish person is working in your house on Pesach and he's eating pizza in your house. It's not yours. But it's in my house. Don't go crazy. It's okay. It says l'cha. It has to be owned by you. I'd have some, I have a mina that you could go and bury your own chametz. It's not b'veisecha, it's underground. 
Or you could take a pikadim from a guy. He owes you something, you take it from him. Which the Gemara is going to describe later on, Bachrayas. You have a responsibility. If it gets lost, you have to pay him back. So it's really, it's like your, it's, it's yours, in a way. So that's why it says this pasuk over here, you cannot have it anywhere. Forget about your house. Anywhere in the ground, you can't have a guy's pikadah. This makes sense, says the Gemara, if you don't rule over him. And he's not living with you. Some people want to say that it's a guy that, a regular guy. But what's the opposite of that? A guy that you conquered, you rule over, or let's say a guy that accepted upon himself Sheva Mitzvah B'nai Noyach. So if you're reading this, you should have a problem. It's reverse of what it should be. In other words, somebody that's under your Rishos, here, what, what's worse in terms of chametz? If your own child is eating a cookie on Pesach, or your neighbor's child is eating a cookie on Pesach in your house, what's worse? Obviously, your own child, it's like your, it's yours. So if a non-Jew is yours, you rule over him, so then whatever he owns is yours, so, uh, of course you should be over on chametz. The Gemara says the opposite now. How do I know that nachri shekibashto, you rule over him? V'shor yim chavachatzer, minayit? What do you mean minayit? If, if a guy that you don't rule over, it's chametz. So certainly if you rule over him, it's chametz, like your own child. Okay, the Gemara is going to say later that perhaps you have to flip it around. Okay. Tamaloi mar lo yimotzi so it says in the Torah, another lima. If it's in your house, mamish. How do you know if it's in a pit? You're also chayiv. Oh, comes the pasuk. Anywhere in your boundaries. It doesn't have to be in your house, house. It could be in your car. It could be in another property somewhere. It could be in the field. It's yours. It doesn't have to be in your house. So each pasuk has a drasha for it. So, I learned all these things. You can't you can bury, you can't receive from a, a guy a pikadain. From this pasuk I learned that, what about Hegdish? Or, it's not yours. You have nothing to do with it. That's okay. So this positive is coming to tell us there are things that are okay. Hegdish is not yours. You don't have responsibility. Somebody brings in something from the Beis HaMikdash, a piece of pizza from the Beis HaMikdash into your house. It's not a problem. Same thing you can How do I know to take the halachas that are usur in a house and put them in a gvul? And say, if you have something in a car... The guy's property, pekadim from a guy in a car, gvulecha is also aser. How do I know that if a guy brings his pizza and it's not yours, it's mutter? How do I know that that applies to your house? How do I take the halachas from the top pasuk and put it on the bottom pasuk? And the the halachas from the bottom pasuk and put them the halachas in the top pasuk. The bottom pasuk are teirim, top pasuk are yisurim. How do I know that they're intertwined? Says the Gemara because there's a hekish. Tamad loy mas saar saar lekzeri shav. This lekzeri shav. Saar in blue. It says the same word again, sar. So whatever I have here goes here. Whatever halacha I have here goes here. Sar, sar, lekzer shavenem asar bebatim, sar lebatim b'teichem. Venem asar bigvulim. Loy alachasar, masar amar bebatim. Over mishum bal yiro bal yimata. Just like in the house, you're over for finding it in a pit. Ubal yatmin, ubal yikav bigdonis min anachi, and I cannot receive a pikadim from a guy. And so I have to take all those isurim and put it in the gvul. Gvul means not only necessarily in your, the boundaries of your house, house, but everywhere. You're over anywhere. If it's in your possession, it's yours. And just like in this second puzzle, bigvul, we learned that if it's hegdish, you're not over iser. If it's the guys, 
you're not over So you have a guy coming to a fixing man on Chalamai, the fixing washing machine, and has a giant burrito. It's okay. It's not your iser. So how do, but that's it, it says it in the passage of a gvul. Gvul means outside of your house. How do you know that you could bring it into your dining room? Hashem Yirachim. In the Haim, they never did that. It's okay. Relax. It says Bigvul you could. In the in Babais, also you can. Okay, now just to, to button up a little bit, we're just going to go back to that one problem that we had before. That it, it was counterintuitive, it didn't make any sense. I know that a guy that you don't rule over and he comes into your house and he gives you a picot, How do you know that if you rule over him, it's awesome? What do you mean? He's yours. He's your, he's your possession, so to speak. His money is your money. So his chametz is your chametz. Of course it's awesome. It's the reverse of common sense, of logic. You're right. You have to flip it around. How do I know? I know that if a guy is under your rule, that his chametz is your chametz and it's awesome. But how do I know a guy that has nothing to do with you? You're in America, living normally. And he brings chametz into your house as it because it, and it's aser. Oh, for that I, I need a pasuk. Rav Omar You don't have to. It's talking about what's allowed. As the Gemara said, that if a guy comes in with a burrito, it's allowed. It's not aser. On that, the Gemara asked, That's a guy that you don't rule over. But what about a Nachi Shikibashtoi? But how do I know about a, a non Jew that you rule over and he brings a burrito into your house? Not as a Pikada. How do you know that's okay? That it's okay. <clears throat> the Gemara says, Okay, I hear the Pshat, it's a nice one. However, I have a problem. <clears throat> this Tan is looking for a heter. How do I know if a guy comes in with chametz into your house? And you rule over him, it's still okay. And he says, That's an iser. He's asking you a question. How do I know I'm allowed to have a guy eating pizza in my house? And he tells you, you know why? Because lo yimatze. Lo yimatze is telling me you, you can eat it in your house. This just reminds me of this let's that was sent around this WhatsApp on Parshas Lech Lecha. He's going, says in the Parshas Lecha Lecha, whatever, one of these guys. I guess he got it from the Yisrael Chachim. He got it from this Gemara. Shenemar Lecha Lecha Trezimnei. Lecha, as we said, comes to Soften it and says, only your over on Isr Chametz, <clears throat> but not that guy that comes into your house. Now there's another lacha somewhere else, and I have nothing to do with that lacha. I don't have a limud for it. So what do I do? I take that lacha from somewhere else and put it in this pasuk right over here of Loya Matzah. And it tells me that typically Loya Matzah have a big Isr of Chametz. But lacha, lacha number two, is coming to tell me that in this specific case where a guy brings chametz into your house, you can relax. Omar Mar, as we learned, I would think you could take a pikadon. You lent money to a guy, he gives you a pikadon. How do you say pikadon in English? No, I'm. So you can't take a pikadon from a guy. Yeah, okay, great. Collateral is a great word. Take a little. Maybe there's a better word, because collateral, collateral, okay, fine, collateral. So collateral, you have some sort of monetary um, hand on it, or whatever the word is. Did I just see Dr. Shamroth? No. Well, it says you could take money, uh, things from a guy, have it in your house. They can bring their pizza in, and now all of a sudden collateral not? If you guarantee that nothing's going to happen to it, and if something goes wrong with it, you're responsible, then it becomes yours. And therefore it's also, it's your comments. If you don't take responsibility, it's not. Like Rav would tell the people in Mechayza, 
They had the soldiers coming through. And there's a need in here in the Rishonim. It's not a Chrais, but he said, Get rid of that Chomet. You're going to have to pay these soldiers back. So, Mela, you have. It's, it's as if it's yours. And that makes it like it's yours for Chomet. Let's stop here. I know it's a uh, more of a Drusha kind of Gemara. Bezer Hashem. That's not the entire Masechta. Don't, don't fear. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Ellie, it's a crazy story. Larry Farrell is related to Uri Fine, and Larry was at his wedding, and he hoped that he's here in Israel to go visit him in the hospital. He's very he's a cousin to Uri Fine's mom. Wow. And it's unbelievable if you understand what happened that his wife took his phone and texted me last night that she even knows who I am. So it's not only the people in the doc, even the wives know who I am and how to find me on the You're world famous. Even the wives know. You're famous around the world, please. You're a celebrity. You're a celebrity. But seriously, like Yosef, I would tell that I'll tell that wife not to worry about how to pay and how to this. Relax. Don't worry about it. We're saying tell them for him. They, they shouldn't have. Uh, they shouldn't be worried about payment in the hospital. All right, It's amazing that they call up from a hospital. It's unbelievable. I know, no, 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 no. There's, there's, there's a, there's a. No, I didn't say. If you notice, I didn't say the thousand. Last, last year, there's eleven hundred people that watched yesterday's year. There's five thousand people that watched that base. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the hundred and twenty-two people that were watching live. Those people that are watching live. They're better off on Zoom to see who's watching, what's going on, the interaction of the chaver. That's all I was saying. I'm not. On, I'm not sure what the advantage of YouTube Live is, unless I, I don't see the screens. It could be it's a lot clearer, but I think it's worth it. Yeah, I'm watching. You, you're saying it's a lot. It's a lot clearer on YouTube. So Rabbi Yisrael, Nichamtani, because maybe there's a lot of people like you that are watching both, so really it's not 122 people, it's zero people, just the people in Los Angeles, it's five of them in Shalma Yisrael. But the, the rest are people that are doing a double screen so they can see the better quality. Uh -huh. So you mean if you have less internet, if you don't have a strong internet, you go with, with Zoom, with the YouTube. Yeah, but but what, you're telling Yisrael he can't watch it, but he watches it every day like that. He doesn't watch it. He's saying he's just showing us his screens. I got it. Hold on, hold on. Yisrael is explaining how to do it, how to sync it. Let's hear. So you take off. So you take off the audio from Zoom. You're saying. You take off. So okay. So the lips don't matter that much. I hear.
getting both audios at the same time. Right. I'm No matter what you do, there's going to be somebody that's going to complain one way or another. This is not Sanoa, that's not Sanoa. That's why we have the best guy, we have the best guy in the business, Yosef Biliak, to take care of that. Yosef, we gotta keep going. We on every platform and we have to go on everyone and we have to start getting people to post things on their status like Ellie Stefanski. <clears throat> I'm coming to get his phone right now. I'm gonna start posting sure. everything. Yeah, I gotta know what has Ellie's number. Ellie's phone number is uh, Ellie. But I'm gonna get his phone and I'm gonna do it. Don't worry. Ellie, anyway, how do you like feel you sure walking in 24 hours a day? Into my house? <laughs> yeah. He sometimes he sometimes he knocks. What do you mean? Baruch Reis, how you doing? Shalom Aleichem. Wow, that's it, he's a goner. Baruch Reis is done for life, that's it. Oh, and Weisberger. Reb Weisberger's here also. Listen, those Baruch Parkers, I'm telling you, they get, they're hopping onto them, one by one. We're going to convert all the Baruch Parkers. I know, I know, I got an email from him. I got an email from him already. I can't read an email on the first day of, of him joining the share. First day, what happens if he doesn't make it to the second day? We have to give him like a week. Time out, time out. I just realized something I said a long time. Ben Zaken from Rechavia. Where's Ben Zaken from Rechavia? I know, but it's since you share the same name, you're responsible for him. Uh, have, have oh, let me let me shut off the YouTube. Yes. Yeah, you gonna close the YouTube so I can uh, 